This episode of Driving Awesome is brought to you by Heel and Toe Apparel. Go to heelandtoeapparel.com forward slash DWA for 20% off their awesome shirts and other accessories. Thank you. It's Driving Wall Awesome Podcast Radio Hour. <laughs> oh, God. Yo. Do you guys know what a fluffer is? GTO. Mellow Grimes. Oh, I got a PT Cruiser. It's a convertible. It's really cool. All oh, this melts of crayons for you. <laughs> Hey, YOLO, you only have one life. Do you have coilovers? No, beat it. Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good podcast right there. (laughs) (laughs) Damn it, I screwed up. (laughs) Welcome to Driving Well Awesome. My name is Lane. My name is Warren. My name is Brian. Yomeyamo Art. Nice, Art. Hello, Art. Hey, Uh, uh, I'm kind of curious... You guys been geeking out on any special cars recently? Special what do you cars? Mean, like to buy? I, I don't know. Like I feel I, I don't know if there's like time in the podcast for you know when we bring up certain topics, but yeah, like I think you know I all every once in a while I'll geek out on certain things on Burzo and oh yeah, you know, well, just like kind of get time. amped on stuff. And but we well, I don't know if we ever really discuss it that much. No, we don't. We usually send ads out. No one ever responds. To yeah, no one responds. Yeah, <laughs> and we just move on with our life. Um, I sent an MR2. Oh yeah, the black oh, one. Dude, I that to thing was oh, super yeah, clean. The, the Gen two, black, yeah. black with BBS wheels. Um, really, really slammed, kind of like. But it had a tasteful body kit. It wasn't like over the top. The only thing I was worried, it didn't say anything about condition. It was just all about what mods it had and stuff. Yeah. But it, it was. I was more just going off the aesthetics, and it, it had a really yeah. pure look. Yeah, it looked cool. I was just worried. You know, the pictures didn't show, like, that much, where yeah. I was kind of worried about... I mean, Mark II MR2s are way down on my list, but... But, yeah, I don't know. The black on black was really appealing, I thought. It looked really those, good. those cars, yeah. they... I think that it's a good design, but it also can look kind of bubbly and... Stubby. And yeah, so. maybe, hmm. maybe not, like, a timeless design, yeah. although I think it's not bad. No, I think but it's coming back black around. black on black really takes it to the basics, where you're just like, oh, mid-engine... Pretty Sleek, small, low. nice looking interior yeah. with the T tops. Yeah. Like that's a car powerful motor. I mean, yeah, that one had like three hundred horse. Crazy. Yeah, white, white is my favorite color on those cars. Yeah, I could see the same basic look, but in white, looking pretty good. Yeah. yeah. What What do you guys like better, Mark One or Mark Two MR Twos? I mean, I'm a Mark One guy. Myself. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I think I I I Mark you know, two probably. I've had a Mark One and I I like those a lot, but I think I'm warming up to the Mark Two. Yeah, I, like the, I don't think I've ever driven one. I have driven one, but I feel like the interior might be a little bigger. It's got to be. They it's are be bigger, nicer. Yeah, it, yeah. Right? They have, they're, it's a they mini cool NSX, right? Yeah, I mean, kind of. They they definitely have a cool interior. Um, I I, I mean, one's Toyota. One's Toyota. One's Come on. Uh, yeah, I actually did. I that test drove one uh, about nine years ago or so uh i was considering getting it it was completely stock turbo um it had a salvage title though that the guy didn't reveal until i actually went and test drove the car which was pretty awesome um but uh yeah i mean they, they seem fine i mean that they're, they're i didn't get to really push the thing but um uh, the seating position's cool nice little transmission and of course they have potential for crazy power they have the you know that three sget or whatever that engine is you know the turbocharged um engine that was in all kinds of cool shit in japan um it's the did same they motor. make an na one yeah they did yeah you can get the okay. na one uh the the that, that motor the turbo motor is the same motor that's in the the celica all track turbos oh uh, is yep. is the na the same motor just no turbos 
or is uh, it a similar motor yeah, altogether? It's a, yeah, it's a three SGE. Yeah, it's a, it's the same basic architecture, just different compression and you know uh, turbo and a few other things. But I think it's also forged crank versus non forged crank, but uh, mm. pretty basic, uh, similar. I guess pretty. Never mind. I give up. <laughs> <laughs> pretty similar, basic. When I was looking at, uh, you know, I do a lot of different random stuff, but uh, I've been thinking about rally cars recently. And, uh, you know, I don't know, like, I'm always thinking about commuter options, but I've always been scared of Audis, but I was looking at the, the Audi Quattros, the Audi 4000 Quattros, uh, a couple weeks ago. And those are really hard to find. So hard to find. Um, and apparently, you know, just reading a few other articles there, I think this one was like. Team O'Neill, uh, the guy Wyatt Knox, like his review of uh, rallying them, is, I guess parts are pretty hard to find. Some can be. Sure. Um, I imagine and so. interiors fall apart and that sort of stuff yeah. is difficult. Uh, but uh, it got me searching on uh, Wikipedia to read the history of the, the S4s, just wondering what those are doing. Because I would imagine that those first-gen S4s, the B5. They're like dirt five, cheap, B5s, yeah. Yeah, dirt, dirt cheap. Like, that actually could be a fun alternative to, like, a original 4000 Quattro where, you know, way easier to find, good power might, you know, parts availability might be there. and have to kind of, like, rebuild it at this point. I know, yeah. yeah. And yeah, then and it, those it, twin turbos always go not out. Not really. Yeah, what I read was the the B5 isn't very reliable, Arch actually. Had one, I mean. Yeah. But then the, B, the B6 is apparently... So then you jump to the V8, which I think is more reliable, but it gets it feels like it's a whole new world at that point, like, uh, big, heavy thing. Yeah, I mean, the, maybe the, not. the number one issue with the, the V8 cars is that the timing chain is on the back of the motor, so it's an engine-out mm. procedure. Uh, which is, you know, obviously expensive. Um, but that, it's a chain, you said? It's but a chain. Yeah, but that's one of those. It's kind of like a blown out of proportion thing, I think. Yeah, because you don't change it's not like a, chains it's not every, like, yeah, it's very like often. A, yeah, it's that's, the, not, it, that's it's, not even a maintenance it's item. It's usually right? the, um, what do you call it? The, oh, the, uh, the tensioner. Well, it's the tensioner, tensioner probably, the guides yeah. or the guides, whatever. The guides, like, yeah, yeah. Those disintegrate yeah. and then they get chewed up into the chain and you ruin the motor. Um, they also have carbon oh, build those up little issues. Guides? What's Don't that? worry about those little guides. Yeah, they also have carbon buildup <laughs> issues, uh, which is another on, thing. Brian. It's like early direct injection. Uh, but the uh, the B five S fours, dude. I mean, they're pretty pretty solid cars. Uh, they just the, the main the Achilles heel is the turbo. So I mean, you want to find uh, a car that has had the turbos upgraded. Usually, you put KO fours in there from the B five um, RS four in Europe, and that's plenty fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are solid. Most of them have been now, probably too. Uh, a lot oh. of them do. Um, and then the other thing is, um, all the sensors will fail. Like it's guaranteed. So they have like all the fucking coil packs, uh, all the electronics. So those things, you just want to make sure that, you know, all that shit's been dialed. Um, yeah, just do all that first. It's, they're renowned for, for, for having a, uh, perpetual check engine light for that reason. Cause it's, if it's, it's always one sensor or the other that's gone. These cars are so fast too. Remember back in the day? They're pretty fast. Yeah. And they're super easy to make crazy power on too. Um, like t- so, uh, Tim Buckland's car makes like something like 450 horsepower to the wheels, all four wheels, which is always pretty Jesus. insane. And it's not like a fully built motor or anything. Um, they just, you know, you put turbos, a good tune on there and you're making big power. So my comment about it being like a more modern uh, version of the 4000 Quattro is like not real at all. 
you get all those sensors. You got to fuck. Like, it would not be a good rally car with all those things that can go wrong no. with the motor. No. And the bodywork is, like, super sensitive. It doesn't have, like, bumpers that you can beat on or anything right. like that. Well, yeah, that's what makes the, the 4000 so cool. Like, um, what, they have, like, an 84. Oh, yeah, 84 4000. Team O'Neill. Team O'Neill has that red 84. Yeah. And that thing's so cool looking. And uh, it's just such a simple car, but it has... And it has that really simple all-wheel drive system, you know, with the Dude, locking and diff and everything. Yeah, it's like, yeah, locking, like, it's it's triple lockers. Yeah, like mine had the triple locker. Yeah. And it had the, it, it's really cool because it has the dial. Yeah, and, yeah. And, yeah. Like lock the front or the rear or the center and all that stuff. So cool. Yeah. Like, so, Brian, since you're you're down with front-wheel drive, uh, one, one good alternative if you wanted to go B5, there are a dime a dozen, super cheap, get a 1.8 turbo. Um, I've seen those actually campaign. They do pretty well. Uh, and yeah. you can buy, like these heavy duty like tubular bars that like sit like almost like what do you call it, like a cow basher style bar that sits in front of the grill and you can mount lights on that so you have the ability to like kind of beat on it a little more uh but mm-hmm. like that with a good like good like functional stance with like some knobby tires mud flaps um those those mob you uh you would never guess who had one uh my mentor had one that was set up for that and uh oh really yeah it was pretty badass actually he like used to mob that thing everywhere and you know just crazy ground clearance with a skid plate and just like flying off of shit and like plowing into things um i don't know that's an alternative yeah that's the idea and and i mean that chassis like i'm sure that there's availability for uh you know like suspension and everything yeah lifted suspension with definitely because yeah, yeah they were I don't know. And that motor Seems is like, like that chassis was shared by a lot, right? And that motor was made. Yeah, they made you know seventy five million of those fucking motors. It seems you know like that, that one point eight T's. They just like stamped those out. Like, yeah, pretty much totally. Jettas, Golfs, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Or European pretty car the one point eight T challenge every year and stuff. So popular. Um. um yeah. Anyways, how about project updates? Art, I heard you had something going on. Uh, do I? Uh, so. Uh, the way uh, into work the other day in the BMW 2002, um, I noticed that the fuel smell was getting a little stronger, and uh, I was driving down the hill here. My commute's only three miles, and ha- you were like laughing and having fun with uh, the, the, you know, almost part, yeah. where you shouldn't be, like totally so giddy and no joke. Uh, uh, halfway to my halfway to the office, I had to pull over and get out of the car, and I said, "Fuck this! I'm not going to drive this thing. I'm going to take it to a shop like today if I can, because I want to." Halfway, it. your commute's not that long. It's three, three miles, miles, you said. Uh, so Holy shit. Uh, because I was getting a gnarly ass headache, and I started to get really nauseous, dude. It was like really bad. So um, it's called a hangover, Art. Yeah, you got to get the used hangover. To so. So uh, I immediately started like searching around for shops. I, I didn't even intend on taking the car in this soon, but um, I had mentioned, you know, a couple of podcasts ago or podcasts ago that um, I wanted to basically take it to someone who knew their shit, get it tuned right, and then I can kind of as set it up, set up a baseline basically that then I can go mess with. Um, and so I found this uh, a few shops in town. One of them didn't want to bother at all. Um, they, they're like carburetors, no way. The other one's like, okay, there's only one person in the building that can work on that motor. If it's this thing, if there's one specific thing wrong with it, we'll fix it. If it's not that, we'll give you the car back. So I'm like, shit, that, that's not ideal. Um, and so, uh, there's this one place, Auto Dynamic. I'm going to blow them up. Super awesome guy. They're like the BMW 2002 shop in San Francisco. They've been so since, you know, for 20 something years. Um, and they're actually like listed on the Bay Area 02 site as like the number one BMW 2002 shop. Um, like, and so, um, the, the, the thing is that the guy is used to doing like 
OEM restoration. So he'll basically take TIIs and stock 2002s and base and restore them to original condition. Um, he does do like the 3838 downdrafts and the 3236 downdraft conversions to, for cars, but he has like very limited experience with side drafts. But at this point, I'm like, you know what? Same principles, right? He's, he, he's open to working on the car. And, um, you know, I went on a test drive, showed him what was what, the hesitation problem that, you know, the smell of the fuel, how it was like very prominent in the engine bay. And then also it smelled very rich in the exhaust. He like acknowledged that right away. Um, and, you know, he had some ideas and, you know, we take it back to the, the shop and he, he's like, yeah, yeah, you know what? Like first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to call Weber because I have a strong feeling that you have the wrong Venturi's on this car for, for the actual setup. Cause it's not super high compression and you don't have a very high lift cam and, um, I showed him the paperwork and the, 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 the 45 DCOE that's on there is completely off the shelf and it has big, big Venturi's on there. So, um, you know, the, which are the chokes. And so, um, he talked to Weber, they recommended a setup. Fine. I said, I, I'm, I'm like, fuck it. Order the parts. Let's do this. Uh, he calls me today. And by the way, this was on Monday when I dropped off the car, he calls me today and he's like, Hey man here's the deal, dude. No, I'm just kidding. He didn't say that. Hey, um, man. <laughs> hey, man. No, so he calls me and he tells me on the intake manifold is broken. Um, I had noticed that it had backed out. I mean, we talked about it, you know, via text and I went and like torqued it back in or whatever. But when he pulled it out, he noticed that not only was the stud pretty, pretty janky and beat up, but uh, that it already had a previous repair. Um, and the uh, the intake manifold had, um, I guess, from vibration, from a stud being loose or from the carburetor not being mounted right, um, the one of the holes was ovaled. And, uh, and so what mm. they did is they JB welded it, and then they put the fucking stud in there with JB weld. And over mm-hmm. time, the thing vibrated out, and that's what I that's when I picked it up. I saw that it was all it was like out, and I I torqued it back in as much as I could. Uh, but here's the fun part. Um, he said that th- a little crack had developed, so um, he's not sure that it's repairable. He in the in intake the, or in, in the, the intake manifold. The intake. So uh, the intake manifold itself is damaged, and so he said that he's going to use a time cert on there. You know, it's basically like a like a yeah. you know helicoil kind of thing. Um, and mm-hmm. he's going to see if it'll work. Uh, he's going to seal it all up and, and put the time cert in there. And he says, if that works, he'll, you know, he'll, he'll roll with that and just, you know, retune the car, put the new Venturi's in there, different idle jet also, um, and then reassemble it. Uh, but, um, I don't know. I, I'm guessing no news is good news because he called me today around, I don't know, let's call it 2 PM. And he said he was going to do that and he never called me back. So I'm hoping that it worked because if not, that's a $400 manifold. <laughs> so, uh, so I mean, it's not the end of the world, but I mean, you know, I mean, fuck, I, 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 I bought this car expecting it to be like in pretty tip top condition with, with essentially a brand new motor. Um, but I guess this intake manifold had been fucked up at some point in the last, you know, two and a half years since the engine was built. And, um, I, the, here's the irony. Um, I went and looked at the website uh, for the engine builder and the picture on the site for this intake manifold is my car it is uh, it's the, it's the manifold installed on my no, car. So that's right. So I don't know, dude. I mean, I don't know what happened, but, um, I actually did text the, the previous owner, just like, not like, you know, accusing him of anything. I just like letting him know like, Hey man, you know, drop the car off. Look, look at this shit. And he's like, Oh no, dude. And he's like, I, I totally did notice that when I bought the car. Uh, but I, um, you know, whatever, um, you know, he, 
didn't want to tell you because it might affect the Probably. sale. Probably. Uh, I mean, I, I don't. I mean, ultimately, you know, I I wasn't. I mean, at this point, you know, I bought an old car that has very minor quirks, if anything, right? So this is kind of you know peanuts. I don't even think that's dude. I don't think, I think it's, it's that par for the car. Course it's not that offensive. Like of the that. Yeah. yeah. Well, four hundred dollars, like that's. That's less expensive than one plastic valve cover for a Cayenne. Yeah, there you go. Right. Yeah, that's. I guess when you put it into so, perspective. Um, yeah. yeah. And speaking of you know parts, I mean, dude, overall, like, I'm so amped on like the part, the the the, the cost of parts for this car. Like, it's crazy how inexpensive it is relative to like you know coming from the NSX or the 993, right? Like, um, yeah, right. exhaust system, 375 bucks. Like, you know, that's unheard of. You know, like for me, like for the shit that I was dealing with, right? Um, in all these little, even for the carb itself. Itself, um, the new Venturis and a different idle jet, uh, 160 bucks and about, he said about an hour of labor. So, I mean, at the end, you know, at the end of it all, um, I think I'm going to walk away with, unfortunately, probably something under a thousand, uh, like right around another, uh, a thousand bucks, including all the labor involved and everything he's done to the car so far. So kind of shitty, but, um, I mean, it's the cost of ensuring, making sure that the car runs perfect and, and, you know, kind of starting here now, right now have a, you know, perfect running car, um, with no issues that I can drive anywhere. And not that I didn't drive it fucking, you know, 450 miles, uh, the weekend before, but, um, at least we're, we're, you know, kind of starting with, uh, no issues at all now. I don't know. And then you did, uh, you took the bumpers off. off. Yeah, I did remove the bumpers. You said that I did, last I did podcast. That. Yeah. You just, uh, yeah. Oh, how do you already, yeah. I thought he was going to the next day. Like, oh, I already, I already took done it. Off. Yeah. And I, um, I did right. also, I, 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 painted all the, the little caps that I'm going to use to, to cover the holes. Uh, and then I've been feverishly looking for new wheels. Uh, and I found a set of uh, very rare 13 inch, 13 by six and a half um, Borani uh, steelies. And uh, those are pretty rare. So yeah. I figured they were going to be money. Uh, but I uh, called the guy up because he didn't list a price. And um, wild guess here, a little, little trivia. Uh, thir- oh, he was local, local right? guy. 13 inch steel wheels. Uh, uh, 600 bucks. 350 bucks. 400 bucks. $2,500. Uh, oh my I, God. I, um, I, Oh, I sort man. of did you just hang up right away? I sort of laughed. Uh, well, I I was one like a mild like a little giggle thing, and I told him that that was uh, <laughs> what are they? I said that is uh, slightly out of my budget. Uh, so um, you know, let me know if you have something else like maybe like some Alpinas, uh, more in the thousand dollar range. And he's like, okay, cool. I'll check the warehouse and get back to you or whatever. But I mean, the guy's out of his fucking mind, dude. Like, <laughs> what uh, what were those originally so, on? Like, what is he trying to? Those wheels. Um, so th- they're actually called. C- uh, the manufacturer is CMR. It's um, it's like uh, Construzione Margherita Rigato or something. I'm just kidding. No, that's not it. But um, mm-hmm, but it's it mm-hmm. is like carrozzeria, some shit. It's it's basically the manufacturer that took over the Barani facility back in the day, and uh, and so they used a lot of their original tooling, and um, they were just custom wheels that were used in a lot of race cars and um, Alpina cars rocked them a lot. Um, and so I had mentioned it, I think on the previous podcast, when I was looking at period Alpina race cars, a lot of them had Barani, uh, 13 inch steel wheels. Um, they look sick, but, um, you know, no way in hell am I going to pay that type of money for, for those wheels. No, no, that'd be for like a full restoration on an original yeah, dude. Alpina. I, I mean, 
you you could get the exact same look for just with some widened regular st- stock for steers. sure. Totally, yeah. they look great. And, and if it were six hundred bucks, I love that look on two thousand two. <laughs> yeah, as well, yeah right? they look really good. Um, there's a, a place in Stockton apparently that widens steelies. You can get uh, the um, the three eighteen. Talking about I. Stockton Wheel Company, probably. Yeah, there, there's a. a um, what is it? The, the steel wheel on the E thirty three eighteen I, the sedan came with uh, optional steel wheels and hubcaps, so you can get those. They're pretty narrow, uh, but you can widen those, and that's kind of like what most people do. I think they're I want to say fourteen by five and a half or something, you know, or fourteen by six even, and then people widen them out to like fourteen by seven. Um, and uh, I don't know. I've been looking around a lot. The uh, the other one that's been on my mind a lot, but. I don't know. I mentioned it a little bit last podcast is the Alpina, the standard Alpina, like turbine style wheel. Um, but mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I just feel like that's like the default wheel or default look, you yeah. know, for 2002s. It is. So like for an E21, yeah, I, E21 wheel. You're right. Like that style. So, uh, Ali, uh, yeah. sent me, um, uh, an eBay, uh, listing for a, a set of real Alpinas. Um, and they're 13 by six and a half as well, but the offset is way too low. Like I would have to pull the fenders to make them fit and shit. And I don't want to do that. Yeah. Um, like, and, and the shitty thing about pulling fenders on a 2002 is that it's not just rolling the lip and then pulling out. Um, like a lot of times what happens is in the rear quarter panel, when you start to pull it, you separate the, 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 the body and the, and the actual panel. The inner fender from yeah, the outer like you fender, separate the, the 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 yeah the the outside quarter panel from the actual body from the inside body work if that makes sense, um and so you end up creating like this fucking crack in the body that you then have to weld up and fix somehow um so I don't want to mess around with that ideally I want to find something that just fits with you know just a fender roll and, and I'm stoked you know um but how far did all ego to get his very far wheels fitting yeah very far. His fenders are like kind of flared. Did he did he do that? Separate the the fender from the the inner body panel and and weld in a patch. I'm pretty sure he did. Um, it just based on yeah. how flared out his fenders are. Um, there was a guy yeah. who actually I don't think you guys ever saw the car, but um, you know the the, the guy that has a an S14 swap 2002 um, Pichos one and it has the um, Bavarian flag on the hood. Or not, I guess the German, the, yeah, I know the Bavarian, car, but the yeah. German freaking colors. I don't know if all the listeners that do. Car. Yeah. So that, uh, that car has, uh, Borani wheels on it. And so the, the reason I bring him up though is because they're one of his best friends. Um, they might even be cousins actually had one, um, on the same exact fitment, 13 by six and a half, but these were, um, ET8, so an eight millimeter offset, not six, like those Alpinas. And he had to do the whole wheel separate or the whole, uh, separation of the body fucking quarter panel thing and he never filled it dude but he never drove the car in the rain or anything but that's so gnarly like to just be rolling around like that like just to, i mean if, if you do drive it in the wet like you're you're really asking for trouble you know um and not to mention i mean that's like part of the strength of the body right like the chassis pretty much yeah i mean that's all yeah like it all ties together yeah. it seems like it would just start tweaking in all sorts of weird ways it would be hard to tweak back from totally yeah when you're trying to fix it yeah so maybe it's really hard to find um a nice set of 13 inch uh like wider 13 inch wheels like you can find 13 by 6 i I have to say 
I'm a little surprised that you didn't already have this dialed in your mind, like exactly what you were going to do. Well, hmm. th- I mean, in terms of like what I'd like to do, I know exactly what wheel I want, but it's impossible to find. It's it's a Ronal or Ronal, however you want to pronounce it. Uh, they made it in a 13 by six and 13 by six and a half, and it looks like. Um, Ah, fuck, I don't even know how to describe it, dude. It's it's super gnarly. It looks like a radiator, kind of. Like, it has, like, these super crazy, like, cast magnesium, you know, like, fucking gnarly, like, little lines and fins and shit in it. Yeah. Um, and uh, I've heard them called all kinds of weird names, like like uh, you know Campagnolo electrons, Ronal electrons. I don't I don't know. They're weird, but um, that's like the, there's one specific wheel I want, but I can't find it. And I would be willing to pay a premium for that because it's so fucking cool and so rare. But outside of that, dude, um, I don't know. I'm just kind of still poking around because what I was gonna say. Go look at our go look at our wheel post from uh, last year's Brisbane Marina. I did, oh, yeah. dude. Um, and so almost there was a couple of campies. Or, there was a campy that was really yeah. cool. Yeah, it would take him four years to get back to those photos. Well, I know. I'm surprised uh, you were able to Matt find Matt just it, right? went to the most recent one and took a shit ton of photos. I'm waiting for his edit because he probably like you know I I can kind of. Uh, scour those for inspiration um there's a lot of meshes a lot of different mesh wheels out there which are great i mean those look cool too um but what i keep trying to get at is that there's a lot of 13 by sixes like tons of 13 by six inch wheels and what's wrong with 13 by i six? want a little bit more lip i want like a, something a little more aggressive so the six and a halfs look way different if you look at a 13 by six turbine versus a 13 by six and a half um, it, the, the lip is, is nice and square. It's, it looks way cooler. Um, it's a subtle thing, but I mean, at this point, if I can't find that, I mean, I might just have to go with, with, with a, a cool 13 by six. Cause there's Chromadoras out there. There's plenty of ATSs out there, um, in, in that size, you know, with a good offset. So they fit well. Um, but yeah, All that's, right. that's the extent of my shit right now. <laughs> How about you, Warren? Any updates? You've been uh, driving yeah. the NSX for the I've been whole driving week. the NSX, yeah. That's definitely an update. But uh, project car-wise, I uh, took the fuel rail injectors and fuel lines out of the Vanagon last night. And that went pretty smoothly. A couple stubborn hose clamps that have been on there probably since day one. Um, but the fuel hoses look like the, the culprit. I don't know if the injectors are actually leaking, but... Where the hoses mount to the fuel rail, um, they're pretty old and cracking, so I could see that being the problem. Um, I didn't have time to take it all apart and and rebuild it at my shop yet, but I'm going to do that, and hopefully it'll go together well, because we're taking that van up to the mountains next week. Um, Next week? Yeah. During the week? Mm -hmm. Oh, you're taking a week off work? Yeah, Memorial Day week. Oh. So, that's the, the... deadline is to get it back together and tested before then um but yeah that that went pretty smooth super easy i mean to get the airbox off and you know where you're touching the injectors takes literally two minutes so and it's a pretty easy working environment you're not like buried in a uh engine bay where you have a cover to take off yeah cover and it's low you know and it's it's yeah there's plenty of access so that's you have the back hatch lifted up so you're protected from any weather or exactly. sun exactly yeah put the close the curtains <laughs> um so what happens if you don't get it together uh i guess we wouldn't take that car we'd have to take the 
Lexus and pile in a bunch of crap and yeah. not have a bed and basically yeah. it's not happening. You're not you're taking the van again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get yeah. it ready. No, I have plenty of time. Yeah. I mean, barring any unforeseen issue, it should go together pretty quick. But the fuel lines that the the car has, um, it's got like a hard plastic cover over part of the fuel line to protect it when it from heat is yeah from, resting uh, on the yeah. engine. I don't know what they used, and it's not like heat shrink. It's, like, uh, much thicker than that. So fuel line typically would be just smooth, or it might even have that braided, uh, f- like, cloth over it. Um, but it, I don't. I think it's fine. I don't, I'm not too worried about it. But Just using just regular yeah. hose, rubber hose? Yeah, I mean, a lot of times it might have that just so it, it's rubbing <laughs> against stuff, and it, they don't want it to... Totally, but just you extra... Could, you can put something around it too if you wanted to. Exactly. But I think it'll be fine. I just didn't know if that was something you could buy. I've never seen it before, so maybe it was just mm. back in the day, eighties, eighties yeah. fuel line, Radwood fuel line. Exactly. So that's that's the extent of my project car updates. Um, and I'm sure we'll get into like you know the rally and and whatnot after yeah. some updates here. Um, I've got a couple. So the uh, I got some tail light issues it's like oh the, yeah lane and i noticed that oh man when you took off you went into drive and your reverse lights went on and they are and they were so, so bright. bright yeah your reverse lights were it's on the opposite so like when you were yeah. backing up they weren't on when you put it in drive the reverse lights went on it was like and you were, oh shit a plane's landing and, you and just, those are the ones that are on either side of the license plate. yes dude i noticed that too because uh like a couple weeks back i uh lent the car to kevin uh, while I was over on the east side and we were just walking around. Um, and he drove by like hooting and hollering and I look on the back and the freaking reverse lights were on. <laughs> he was just driving down the road and we were like, I asked uh, him, I was like, dude, did you have home. the lights on? Like I thought, I, I didn't know if those were the reverse lights or they were the license plate lights, but yeah. yeah, it's the reverse lights. So there's some funky shit going on back there besides that, which I wasn't even really well, it almost seems sure like it's about. related to the shifter. It's the switch that turns those lights mm. on. Oh, you could be right. It's actually. not the lights that are the problem. They're they work. They go on and off. Interesting. You yeah, I was thinking it was I mean, like maybe a funky ground thing. It that could was be somehow up. reversed too back there. But how would that? It just dude. Those are just like commanded. Se- at the th- those wrong are. Time. It can't really be reversed there because it's a separate wire that comes out from the main wiring loom and goes straight down to that. So it's, all the other lights are. You know, it's all. It's all loomed up, so you know mm-hmm. th- everything's kind of particular. So, and that's that's a dedicated backup light that's completely separate from the other thing. But yeah, it's like the the tail the the brake the right brake light is working, the left is not. The left blinker is working, the right is not. Whoa! I think both tail lights are working. And By the way, I don't know. Bulbs. I don't know where. Yeah. So I I during the past week I checked the bulbs. One of them, like the the, they call them the uh, pigtail, which mm-hmm. is what the bulbs go into. Yeah, pigtail wouldn't freaking come out of the, the the tail light, and by the time I get it out, it fits super tight. I break the bulb, you know, Ugh. and so then I'm, I've got this scene where I got to get there with the freaking pliers and get it out. You use a potato. The potato crossed my mind. I was next to not Bill. I was that was going to be my second. Yeah, uh, second I need go. a potato. <laughs> a fingerling, anything. Yeah, so I replaced the bulbs. Uh, the one that I didn't break looked fine. Um, and obviously, you know, common sense, it's like it's working for some things. Uh, so, dude, I think you're right, though, Lane. I think it's the 
or whoever warrant, said that so warrant. Yeah. yeah, in in the switch up front. Yeah. By the way, there's no hazards on my car. I don't think. Hmm. I don't know when they optional when they came out with hazards. Oh. Maybe I just haven't found. There aren't many options. <laughs> I haven't you know, found it. A couple. <laughs> so yeah. So actually, what I what I had thought is when I did pull out the pigtail. Um, it's this plastic unit, and then there's these two little, uh, you know, kind of springy contacts, and that that's actually the ground. Is it grounds to the tail light housing? And so I I was thinking, you know, one of them was kind of like mangled a little bit, and I was thinking it's probably that. I went and looked at original parts group, the the uh, brochure that you gave me, yeah. or catalog, um, and they have them. The, the original units are a little different looking. They're all metal, and there's like way more contact points with the ground and so i actually ordered those thinking that you know ground could be it mm-hmm. but i'll bet i'll bet it's i'll bet it's the switch Something up front. combo switch or the yeah. selector but you know the and so those those pigtails aren't cheap the the plastic ones that i have are kind of cheap they're like 10 bucks or 15 bucks these ones are 30 oh shit yeah, and i order expensive. it and then they the the reply comes back on Monday. Out of stock. Out of stock. <laughs> so it's not Don't coming in until I really hate I it. Like hate I thought that. it would have told me like in totally. the shopping That's cart. That's so lame. Yeah. What about your um, handy dandy uh, catalog that you just got? No, that's where you ordered. Yeah, yeah, basically, I just went to the oh, website gotcha. version of gotcha. that. Yeah. Um, so Bummer. interesting. Yeah. There's. Yeah, I don't know. How is it running though more, with your? Uh, carbs and dude all that. it's running really good actually it's okay. starting up in all conditions like staying cool warm. and everything i don't know it feels like it <laughs> i don't have a gauge that'll tell me oh, yeah. it's all just right. an idiot light right, i great. i do i do want to know um but yeah no it seems like it's running fine actually what i really want is uh you can do sniffers for the air fuel mixture and you try to get to like 13 to one or something like you you can actually take readings and that's yeah. you can tune that way it'd be nice uh, the, like the ideal thing to do i think is you take it to a dyno and you tune it on a yeah. dyno where you can sniff that air fuel mixture and you know yeah, mess you with see the where it is it. like it, when you're revved up or yeah when you're idling and that, that would be pretty rad and that's actually not that expensive mm. you can do that stuff um and in other news, I uh, talked to Ray's Upholstery and ordered a top today. Oh, sweet. Whoa. Going for it. All yeah. right. Whoa. Yeah, we're going for it. What color? And when is that coming in? Oh, yeah. What color? Factory. White. White. Sp- there's a lot of options with white. I went with the GM white. There's like a Ford white, all these other ones. Yeah, why would you go with anything but GM? I mean, some people have particular tastes, that's you true. know, like yeah. they're all like off white. There's one that's right. called performance white, which is like oh, bleach white. Oh, never mind. <laughs> it's like as white as it gets. But I mean, I I just the answer was easy. I just wanted to stick with factory. Um, you know, because the slight variation, like kind of who cares? Yeah. Way well way more value, right. value to me to keep it factory. Should but just get like dirty white because right? it'll be. <laughs> well, that's why they're all off white. I think. Yeah. Like, you get the performance white. It's like, dude. That's a lot. So you're going to be yeah. cleaning that thing, spot cleaning all the details. Yeah. In your garage. And so there were a couple. Yeah. A couple <laughs> options. You know, exist. like you can go. <laughs> you can go with a glass window, but that's non-factory. Um, yeah, it turns out that. that's what I did have and it had broken. Uh, um, uh, and so I, I just went plastic window, like regular yeah. factory stuff. You're going to have that top down most of the time anyway. Yeah. Just for keeping. I think I. I the, so the top's working. It's hard for me to tell. 
what speed is normal. I mean, I, how fast do you need it? As long as it works. I just want it to be working well, you yeah. know. Like if it's a dying motor, like that might be something I want to take care of. Mm. Um, but I, I have no frame of reference. <laughs> like slow, I would think slow. Yeah, yeah, I would think so. It's because well. it's only been the last twenty years that they've gotten really fast, right? So. Yeah, it's it's probably totally within reason. Yeah, normally working, working at all is killer. Well, that's that's good. I mean, you know, lights are lights are always a pain in the ass, but the fact that it starts runs. Doesn't yeah. overheat. No, it's yeah. We got were... good tires on it. It's come a long way. So when's yeah. the top getting installed? Uh, it's two weeks lead time. So okay. we gave a little buffer, and I think we scheduled for. Um, I don't know the. I, th- I think we actually said like the twelfth. So that's kind okay, of a, so a lot of buffer yeah. actually. Yeah. And actually, the goal. Um, there's a camping trip we're doing uh, in Napa in a little bit. And the goal was to take this car to that camping trip because we're renting a yurt, so we don't need to bring any camping equipment. Um, but I don't think the top's going to be done in time. So then the going on the freeway with no back window is kind of a – it might be okay. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. So then the other thing is I uh, uh, I was talking about carpet too. Just rebuild that thing. thing. Get it painted. Overhaul the motor. I mean, the carpet's pretty nasty. Is it? I don't remember. It's just kind of loose. Yeah. And, uh, you know, everything kind of brings up another topic, but, you know, the heater is bypassed. Likely the heater core busted and it leaked all over, and you can actually see stains in the carpet. I kind of want to fix the heater core, get that all buttoned up before I replace the carpet. So that's a thought on my mind right now. What about trying to get the carpet really cleaned, like professionally? Yeah, I don't know. You might might be surprised. But you're saying it doesn't and really fit right and it's, stuff? It's super loose. Like, I think that... It's probably, like, kind of worn out a little bit. Like It's it's definitely worn out a little, bit. a little bit. I think that you could take the time to professionally clean it and install it, reinstall it, you know, re-glue it or whatever. I don't think I'm the right guy for that type of job. And uh, so if you're going to pay someone to do it, like the carpet's like 130 right, right. bucks. Okay. So okay, yeah. It's I like, was picturing like $800. No, like, it's 400 including labor, to having them install a brand new one. Wow. Yeah. So, okay. That's, I mean, that's super reasonable. Yeah. It, it adds, I mean, that's him pulling the seats out and everything. Nice. Damn. Yeah. I would totally do that. So. <laughs> Yeah, I think it, so. One question though that's a little difficult right now: the carpet's green, um, and so it's yeah, green paint, uh, green interior, uh, green carpet. But then on the side panels, there's carpet, and that that's not green. That's like a the side panels are green, but then the carpet is like a tan color, and I can't tell. Hmm. I'd like to get your guys' are you opinion. Sure, it's not yeah. faded green. It could be faded green, except it's like really even tan hmm. on all panels so Maybe it, it could be that the it factory in. color for the carpet was a tan I should yeah. ask uh, your people at the catalog you think you think they'd know that doesn't seem right though i don't know if it seems that wrong i mean if you get so if you have a 2002 for example and you have a blue interior that doesn't include the carpet yeah the but... carpet's like a gray and then the Whoa, blue yeah, blue door panels, the German pebbled gray, yeah. right? But you wouldn't have a so tan in that same vein. I mean, it's not like a light tan; it's like a dark, 
Hmm. I, it's like, I don't know. I have a screenshot of the different colors. They have a lot of different colors, you know. It's not a super light color that's on the door yeah. panels, but it's like a brownish color. Hmm. Uh, so I, I don't know. It's hard for me to picture. I mean, I could see either looking good, but yeah. I, I would have to make that decision pretty soon if I want him to do both at the same time, which, you know, that would be ideal. I mean, well, what, Watson what would you so. like? I mean, in terms of like appearance, dude, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I think I could see them both looking okay. I, I don't have a good eye for that sort of I stuff. I would just go all green, it's like, dude. It's green, green on green on green on green. Yeah, I gotta see a green. Yeah. So then I'll just have to pick one like dark green or light green or whatever. Yeah. No Anyways, problem. I I think I think that's all my project updates. Lane, what do you got? Oh, um, any project updates? Uh, right. qu- question for you guys, so, real quick, uh, before we get into Kenevan yeah. stuff. Um, did you want me to? I, I'm curious to get your reaction here. Uh, are you guys open to me texting you the wheels that I really really like that I've been trying to find? Just the you're asking if we're open to receiving. Yes, text. I know it's not podcast material. I'd say just send the text. Yep. Art. Just yeah, live dude, life, dude. Your whole you uh, yeah. I don't yeah. know. A lot of times you guys hey, be be bold, <laughs> Art. Be bold. Do, good, good bold call, moves. They happen call. every day. Just try it. Good call, guys. Yeah. Uh, so Saturday <laughs> was the second Canepa Cars and Coffee of the season. True that. Canepa Design in Scotts Valley, California. I showed up. Did you want? I sure did, Lane. It was nice to see you there yeah, in your nice smiling you face. Uh, Lane didn't bring his car, which is cool. Um, I drove the NSX, but got there at 7.30, and it was already packed. Damn, oh, really? They also don't let you Did go. you park inside? No, I couldn't. Are you serious? It was, no, over, you could it was have. full was at 7.30, so I couldn't go to the back without, like, the side back, you know, the new no, area. Oh, the new area. Yeah, they let, they make you, you roll. They make go you there. go through the front entrance, and there was, like, four cars piled up when I pulled in, uh, pulled by there, and I'm like... Forget that. So I parked my normal spot. Dude, I think that's like a new level. Like at seven thirty, wow. there should be no line, right? Yeah, and they they coned off that side yard area. Yeah, so you can't go back there and find a spot. Anyways, so sadly, our your NSX was hidden, but um, good show. Super packed. It was beautiful so day. It was perfectly sunny. So yeah, um, I missed it. Yeah, Brian and Art were gone. Um, Art's two thousand two. Failed him. Failed. Brian, where were you? I was sick, dude. Oh, yeah. Brian was sick. Uh-huh. Hang, hung over. Um, you think I drink? You think I party? <laughs> oh, you party. You I'm trying to give you party. an excuse. I don't. I don't. Um, packed. A lot of new, just a lot of the that people. I saw, a lot of new cars that I hadn't seen there before. Yeah, there was there was quite a few new cars. You know, what there was, was there, dude? I, I was very unimpressed with the attendance in the parking lot. Yeah, it kind of was too. Actually. I was like, I didn't, I don't think there was one car that really stood out. That Porsche Speedster was amazing, but I think it had been there before. And the green on that 911 SC was really cool. It was like just a totally stock 911 SC. Yep. It was green. A bunch of people took pictures. My best in show might have been the early Defender uh, convertible or, you know. Not no, a Defender, but yeah. What yeah. is it? A little 88 or whatever. Yeah. Land Rover. Super oh, early. Series. Yeah, series yeah. one. Series one. Or Land Rover. With a fold down windshield. The windshield was folded down. No doors on it? No, it had what doors, it? but no roof. And then it had three bucket seats in a row. Was it Was it green? They, it was like a really uh, beat blue? Up blue with blue. aluminum. There's one that's been there, but that had the top on. Oh, that, that one no... was there as well. Oh. But this one. Is like more rugged looking, like a like a. It looked like more like a military jeep. You Did know you take I mean? a picture of it? It yeah, was in that picture pictures. of the the white um, 
with the alpha. Yeah. It was right behind that mm-hmm. in the picture of the alpha that I posted. So Art just sent us pictures of the wheels he wants. All I have to say is good luck, buddy. Good. I know, luck. right? <laughs> Which ones? Let me see. They look like bunts, but oh, more yeah, busy. Oh, so cool. Like super, super busy bunts. Busy bunts. Um, so, yeah, that was a little underwhelming. There was also a row of 10 challengers. More than that, dude. 15 challengers. It, I think it was oh, someone that's what I was counted. It was like 18 to what? 20 or something. And then uh, like three Corvettes and then a Mustang. No, it was like 17 okay. challengers so, and a Dodge Dart, a new Dart. If there were over 15 challengers, and that's exactly the reason why you weren't impressed with the entire show. Yeah, that's that like a, a big percent. It was right? like a Mopar club, and you could... And they must have gotten there at like 6 in the morning. Oh, uh, yeah. Because they were parked prime. It looked like a car lot. That's I mean, yeah. anytime you have that much of anything... The other thing, so too, bad. is they uh, they had brought out uh, Don the Snake Perdome's uh, drag race cars, and uh, they were doing a thing. He was there. His top fuel and his funny car. Yep. And they started up the top fuel car. Um, we Lane and I weren't in that. It was a whole scene. There was you know two hundred people crowded around. I don't know it. why you'd want to be close to that, dude. I think I heard it from my house. Probably, Probably. it sounded. It was like a cannon going off. Um, but that was kind of taking up the whole main section. And then, yeah. So we went inside. Um, it was pretty cleared out too. The back motorsports area was maybe they're getting ready for their racing season or something. But a lot of cars were gone. Um, couple uh cool like they had that uh, Celica. Was it a Celica based race car? That uh, IMSA car. Oh yeah, I oh. love that thing. I don't know. Is it based yeah, on it Celica? Is. I love I'm that thing. Sure. I think it is. It is so, so rad. rad. Um, white with the TRD stripes. Yeah, and it's a four cylinder with nine hundred horsepower. <laughs> yeah, it's all like I mean, some crazy. It's turbo. crazy. It's like carbon Kevlar everywhere, tubular chassis. I mean, it, yeah. it, dude, check the, the the coolest thing about that is that you can actually see that car racing. Like the, all the all the IMSA races of that, um, or I guess of um, the the era that that car raced in, um, are available. That's like a 1988. Yeah, they're or on, right? on YouTube. I saw a whole season, and uh, it was up against. Uh, ultimately fox body mustangs and so um mm. oh those really wide body really yeah cool so ones. it was such a cool like a cool series at the time you know such a cool era and um those cars fucking dominated dude as you can imagine i mean they were they were also all-wheel drive oh yeah. man yeah yeah i think we saw that car at uh laguna last year the pre-union i think so too yeah running um, and then there was um one thing cool was there was a guy building a 917 engine and he is an original they flew him fly him over from germany and he's an original porsche 917 engine builder from porsche whoa oh that's crazy I didn't know that that's great did yeah. you meet him i i mean i didn't meet him but people would talk to him and were talking see that, story see about that him. signature on lane's chest <laughs> they were like how long does it take you to build it and he's like no one asked me how long it takes. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> and he's like filing some crank or something. Uh, looking for a screwdriver. Yeah. Um, so... He's like tweeting. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that was cool. Had a bunch of uh, familiar faces with us. And then we organized a little half-day rally, driving while awesome style. And uh, that took us back roads up through uh, the hills and then up to Pescadero. And we had also had the auto kennel uh, guys and their buddies that are going to that R group. The R group, guys. R group they were doing, doing the R group treffing. 
So they're they're b- hanging out up in uh, Napa. By the way, Marin. the auto kennel car, right? Yeah. yeah. Green? Yeah. I think it's worth noting, a correction, that uh, that is a backdate car. Yeah, it's an 86. Oh, okay. So Brian was right. You're totally right. I didn't know that. Yep. Even seeing the You're car. Right, Lane Brian. and I argued about it. Good yeah, job, Brian, podcast Brian. Good job, man. Yeah, Lane doesn't it's, admit he's wrong wow. very often. But, very good. Very, um, very well executed backdate. It's almost impossible to tell. I mean, yeah, I didn't even know. It has the career rear fenders when you look yeah, at you it. You have to look at the yeah, interior, yeah. really, to, I guess, to figure it out. It was pretty fast, too. They were, yeah, right on my tail. Um, so, yeah, I drove the NSX, and um, really fun. Super, super great car. I took back roads to get to Canepa, and that was kind of my introduction to NSX mountain life. And I miss no power steering so much. That is... Mm awesome i mean once you get it going it's just nothing like it so Dude, i'll bet the route you guys took i'll bet there's yeah a good good setup for that car really fun um so yeah we had those guys uh from our group with us and then um, how many cars did you, 20, 20 cars 20 Dang. something cars yeah 20 That's something. a lot but not yeah. that many in the pictures but pictures so i did the like whole drive random. by myself or i had what? my brother with me but no cars around me. Well, we told Lane he couldn't come because he was in his GTI. Yeah. Oh, good point. And he was like, yeah, we're so like, we were at a gas station before he left. And so we all Rick, got gas in Scotts Valley, and yeah. uh, Rick from Clutch Kick is he's having trouble starting his car, which is a new which is a eighty eight nine nine eleven Carrera. So I get out and I'm looking at it, and his uh, his tumbler is like completely twisted around, like his keyhole is sideways. What the like. <laughs> Like ninety degrees from where it should be, or whatever. You don't um, talk about a man's keyhole like that, Lane. So he can't. He can't. He can't put it in. <laughs> and he's trying to tweak it. He has. A, he gets a knife out, and he's trying to. We're trying to turn it, kind of, to get it lined up. And the key's kind of going in. And I could, we couldn't get it to work, so I was there for like fifteen minutes. Um, and then I decided, you know, I took off. They're like, yeah, we'll probably just go, go call AAA. Turns out the dummy was using the wrong fucking key. Amazing. No. I mean, it did twist. <laughs> it did. It did twist. Like it was in the wrong position. But once we got it back, he was using his Mercedes key and trying to what? start it with a Mercedes key. <laughs> did he admit this freely on the yes. podcast? Wow. Okay. You're not like blowing him up right no. now. <laughs> no, you could be so, blowing him up. So he missed the whole rally because of this. Yeah. And you waited around helping him because we left just thinking we all got in our cars and yeah, started everyone and took drove off. off. And then I I was there for fifteen minutes or something, which obviously means I'm I'm way behind. Yeah, yeah. and enough behind where like I thought I'd catch up with them at their little the little stopping point, and they had already, you know, I showed up like right right after you guys right at the final destination, but you guys stopped at that place and yeah. all that. So yeah, um, it's the right yeah. thing to do though. You got to help your buddy yeah, out. Yeah. But it was fine. But you guys took Swanton Road, which was... I pulled over immediately because, of course, once again, I'm leading the pack. In low uh, life. In low life, which, Art, your car is quite low. Um, It's wonderful on smooth roads. But I pulled over and I said, hey, if you guys want to go ahead to the auto kennel guys, like this, the next couple miles is pretty bumpy. I'm going to go kind of slow and just letting you know. And like, no, 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 that's fine. That's fine. You're, you know, rather have you lead. I was like, okay. So uh, I led that section, um, and then we stopped at uh, Waddell at that pullout, and um, then I let everyone go ahead. And I was following Drew in the SS, 
and that thing is freaking fast. Like we got out to open hmm. some open roads that were straight and, and open and he took off. I also wasn't really looking to break any speed records with Art's car, of course, but, um, yeah, impressive. Um, but great day. It was a beautiful day. Everyone chilled for lunch, kind of had a bunch of different, um, groups branch off and, Really cool. Uh, we had a 993 Carrera RS. We had that uh, Senior Hoppa's mom's yellow GT3, mm, yep. which is perfect. Uh, what else do we have? Um, Bad Rabbit Habits uh, truck. Mark 1 Rabbit truck. Yeah. Rabbit truck. Um, Heavy. 914. Um, a couple other 911s. Uh, the NSX, of course. SS. Ali's 2002. Yep. Although I wasn't with him at all. So he, uh, Gabe brought his E30. Yeah. Um, and then Ruben showed up and Jono. So, yeah, all in all. Oh, and uh, Porsche Hobbyists and Odile came yeah. with their, their Porsche. Uh, Phil and his GT4. So a lot of nice yeah. cars. I mean, it's it would have been, been a great miniature Cars and Coffee by itself. For sure. And then in Pescadero on a beautiful Saturday like that, there's cars Always going through cool, the whole day. Cool stuff coming through. There's yeah. Aston Martins, and there's a little mini crew, like original Mark 1 minis rolled oh, through. Right. And like, I mean, you know. Oh, geez. best car at Canepa was that uh, red DB5. Oh, that was pretty. That Whoa, was really missed nice. that. Super Definitely nice. want to see that. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, you guys picked a good route to take. And then, uh, you know, stopping right there, all the people from the city just go straight up through yeah, awesome exactly. roads. So it's like, they get choose more, your own adventure. They get a really rad yeah. rally. We head home. Like, yeah. I was uh, three cars behind you on Mission Street. Oh, God, what a horrible traffic. But I get all, I mean, I live right yeah. here, so it was it easy. It took me longer to get from there yeah, to my like, house. Poor, poor, poor world. Dude, I took all legs yeah. shaking, yeah. clutch leg. No, no, it was just uh, awful traffic. Um, but yeah, NSX is, is wonderful. Um, Art, thank you for letting me no use worries. it. It's been much enjoyed. How about, uh, I was, how about that oral pleasure? It's pretty damn good, I will say. Um, it's just a great car to drive. The shifting is direct. Um, everything is very uh, tactile. Yeah. It is a bit frantic on some of the bumpy roads with how low it is and how just just it's too low. <laughs> but uh, um, I think you get used to it for sure, and I'm sure you have. But um, that would be my only critique is that for my personal taste, I might want it a little beefier. Whoa, there's a skunk oh, skunk, yeah, skunk. Um, yeah, I, I know. I feel the same. Like, it's it's just a little bit too low. That's a hard car, though. It's like, it aesthetically, it doesn't look, like, too low. No, no. Aesthetically, it looks amazing and the way it is. aesthetically, like, when he got it, it looks way too high, and it was scraping on everything when he first bought that car, too. So, <laughs> it's just kind of the way that car yep. is. It's, like, look, it's, like, made for a smooth glass track and not for, I mean, it, you know, it's just the way it's set up. It isn't best for like that a gnarly back road. Yeah, you know? yeah. You yeah. just kind of yeah. You just learn um, to live with it. I mean, for the most part, you know, like like nine and skyline and those types of roads, it's fine. But it's like the really tight, twisty back road stuff. Yeah, it is. But yeah, you yeah, and like we we took one of these roads. I won't name it, but um, it's got really hammered in the winter, and there was a few sections that you're. I had to basically go off the road into like a little dirt patch that they had set up for you, you know, so around cones and stuff. Not, not the car you want to be doing that in. You know? So I had driven that, you know, I told you I drove it in the 944 like two weeks ago. Yeah. 
And so you, did you go in your GTI on the road I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. The 944, it actually soaked it up really well. Huh. And it was pretty, you know, it was fine. I mean, it's obviously bumpy as all hell. That that road is always kind of gnarly. Um, and it's gotten worse with all these storms we had. Like, it was even really bumpy last year when we did that on yeah. our rally. But, but uh, now there's sections where it's been blown out, so you can't even... Yeah, there was one part that was pretty sketch. Like, they had they had um, cut the, the, the asphalt, and then they had put in some dirt. And it was That's like what I'm talking old, about. Duh, duh. Yeah. And it was like where I was like, oh, fuck, hopefully my I went super slow, yet. and it still felt, because the car's so low to begin yeah. with, it but, didn't scrape, but it just felt like too low. Yeah. Know? I feel like my 944 was, like, pretty compliant on it, and it soaked up everything pretty well. GTI is, like, probably a little softer sprung. And it felt more like bouncy, like it was kind of wanting to like pogo, yeah, you know, like lift off, kind of. Right. Like that road was pretty gnarly, dude. Pretty gnarly. So, anyways, driving a wide, low car. I bet Drew was like loving he it. With mag, 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 oh, mag ride he was that. gone. Yeah. I let him go. I was like, I'm not trying to keep up with you. Um, yeah, he was totally gone. So, um, and then in, as we left lunch, um, I had this probably 70 year old white dude come up to me as i started the nsx and i had the windows down he you're sitting there for like 10 minutes no i was not showing off <laughs> yeah oh totally. I was like, he's like he, he was wearing an accurate shirt well accurate i was hat. no i was doing a break stand and talking there to girls you go. like hot august nights and then you tilt it uh, did you like tilt he... your sunglasses down and look at him blow like wink <laughs> exactly exactly i had to like uh re hairspray my hair uh, <laughs> while you're talking to him he came over and he's like this is my favorite car wow so, that's surprising seven year old man huh that's awesome i know i know um, well you he know, was he like likes the you... conservative you know it's an accurate reliability yeah he was asking gas what, mileage. He was like, is this a 92 i was like no it's a 91 and uh thank you so much for enjoying my car is what i told him <laughs> um keep your grubby mitts off it old yeah, man exactly dude that guy was 45 when that car came out dude he was you know yeah, yeah. life was good um so anyways yeah nsx has been great i've been driving it here and there and um so when are you gonna get it art what's your plan uh i don't know well i was thinking about that because next week i was planning on driving down the 2002 um which means nsx is still there <laughs> um because i mean i want to drive it down so you can I check mean, it out uh but that's I mean, fine just to just let me know because yeah. i'm gone yeah otherwise week. yeah i mean um i just you know i'm probably gonna roll down with lane and and just drive it back up uh, and it will arrange another time yeah I mean, yeah i'll probably sell the 2002 before you see it so um yeah <laughs> i know well that's true actually um, no, that's awesome, man. I'm glad you're enjoying it. I mean, Brian hasn't had to go well, any yeah. yet. I mean, yeah, yeah, I'd be down to. Down yeah, it'd be to interesting to see how like how it does into your driveway and all that shit. I don't know how like if there's like gnarly potholes or anything after the storms. Brian's driveway? Yeah, it's like one pothole. The whole driveway is a pothole. <laughs> yeah, but part. as long as you don't have a crazy dip, which I don't. His no, it's it. Uh, I mean, it's. There are definitely some potholes. Like the weather has actually done some <laughs> oh, work really? on our road too. But I mean, it's it's uh, it's not crazy, <laughs> dude. I drive over that in my E30, and I'm like, holy shit, because you have to have momentum. Well, I mean, that's you're talking about two different things. It's steep, yeah, it's a steep driveway. We're talking about scraping. But I'm saying you have to have momentum to get up it, and it's so rough that that NSX will be, anyways. Oh, but I don't think the NSX does. 
It's not that bad on roughness. It's just the yeah, I think it'll be fine. It'll be the interesting part. Will be uh, it's that flailing, flailing it down the gravel driveway on the way down. That is the hard <laughs> part. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. I wouldn't do that. Uh, yeah, I actually I was uh, was kind of less. I, I was trying to think of a car that I could drive here so I could switch you tonight, but I didn't. There wasn't a good way yeah. to do it. Like Where give you, you the give you the electric car. I don't know. <laughs> uh, oh man, I I drove the Jeep tonight mm-hmm. just because my i, I would have driven the skylark but now now that i know about all the light issues yeah, I, I don't feel responsible driving right yeah i would love to borrow the e-golf but uh, i could give you the charger too really so i mean it just plugs into 110 huh. or 120 whatever they call it <laughs> yeah that would um, be the way to do it hmm. so maybe maybe uh this week i can drop that by with the charger hmm. hey what do you guys think about t-shirts Love them. I'm wearing one right now. You are? I wear t-shirts a lot. I wear a t-shirt almost every day. Who came up with a t-shirt? Was it Heel and Toe Apparel? Probably not. The, the idea of the t-shirt? Probably not, but they kind of perfected it. Who's working on a new style of t-shirt? Do you think anyone's out there going like, we got to turn this shit upside down? Let's... I think it's out of plastic. Re- reliving oh, old fun. designs. Art's uh, calling me. That's well, okay. That, that was hey, fucking Art. weird. My call just dropped. Yeah. yeah, that was weird. It's only Jeez. been fucking three hours or whatever. Yeah. Um, Luckily, he's recording anyways on his side. It doesn't 40, even matter. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully you Nah, I didn't do that. We were just talking about heel and toe apparel. Oh, yeah. yeah, talking about the origins of t-shirts. What's your favorite uh, shirt? The one that, uh, it's actually Warren's favorite. It's the late Apex shirt. Apex? Oh, yeah. That shirt is right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that all of our favorites? No. Oh, dude. Nah, dog. I need to get that traction control one. Don't you have the traction control one? That's the one, one I have. I mean, I think they, they only have one problem. Uh, they don't have enough designs, man. They need to bust out some more shit because... Yeah, what kind of new designs should stuff. they come out with? Maybe the listeners could contact Heel into Apparel for design ideas. Just saying. Yeah. Ideas don't hurt. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes they do, Warren. Do yeah, you're barking up a weird tree. <laughs> Um. Yes. Go to heelandtoeapparel dot com forward slash dwa for twenty percent off. We appreciate the sponsorship. Yeah. Super cool stuff. Um. Quality. Is it about that time? I think so. Is it? Uh, yeah. I guess. Oh no! I have to ask Art a question. Oh, go for it. Art, Yo. You have two spaces in your garage. You have an NSX in one of those spots and you just got a 2002 but there's like one that's like kind of a rotating space you know for the most part have you ever considered just getting a race car and doing something crazy like that well i mean the race car is always i mean would be awesome but i mean when the fuck do i have time to go racing anymore (laughs) that's like the big limitation these days um but yeah that would be epic man i would absolutely love to have a race car um what do you mean a race car that you could drive on the street as well no, I mean, well, he has, like, basically, you know, you can have a project car. Like, he, he's he got his NSX. That's his fun car, right? But he, he has two fun cars. Yeah, like, we know. I know. So it's like, I don't know. If I, I would be pretty tempted to do something that was, like, dedicated track car or oh, you some do sort that. of race car. You could do that. No, I, I, I don't think I can. I, I don't no. think I can afford to do the... Two project car thing. Dude, yeah, I, w- I would love to, but, I mean, being really, unfortunately, that's the main limitation, really. It's just time, dude. The yeah. time? I mean, 
Yeah, I mean, being a dad, it's kind of a kind of a big deal. Dad, it takes up a lot of time with and, day and, job and DWA. Yeah, and you would need a truck, uh, most likely, and you know, a trailer, and you're not really set up for that. But I, I was just kind of curious if that had crossed your mind, if you had been doing those calculations at all. No, I mean, I think uh, you know, sort of. We kind of touched upon it on the previous uh, or on Thursday's episode, but um, I think the closest I'll get to that is just probably messing with the, the 2002 to set it up for just like vintage rallies. And um, hopefully, you know, at this point, now that I have a car that I can partake in, um, I'll be able to you know, scope out those other rallies that we haven't really participated in. So, um, you know, I can kind of gain some knowledge there and uh, get more podcast fodder and and actually finally like totally see what, how it differs from what we do. Cause as we've mentioned before, we haven't even been on those rallies. And I mean, apparently we're doing a good job with our own. <laughs> um, so it's kind of interesting to check that out as well. I mean, different thing. So yeah, related to that, I was, uh, looking up, there's a rally on father's day. The, I think it's the, now I'm going to screw it up. Uh, I think it's the fault line 500 shit. I could be calling the wrong name out. Um, but, uh, Dude, I'm pretty sure it's. It not might the be fault the fault line. line. Fault lines, I think fault they're go, lines. They're going up. up into like Mariposa and all that. That would not be the fault line. No, that's right. the motherload, isn't it? The motherload. Oh, mother yeah. Yes. So that's on Father's Day. I looked it up. I I was not considering this the uh, 64 Buick Skylark as a rally viable car, but I could go and cruise. And there are, uh, you know that. They'll, people will go in like a Rolls Royce or whatever and just mob around. Uh, and so I was looking into it, but I was, uh, you know, the Father's Day thing, I want to be with uh, my daughter and it's, it's not really ideal for, for that sort of thing. Cause you're putting like eight hours a day in drive time. Um, but, uh, you know, I was like almost, I was on the verge of signing up for that event. And, um, I think, you know, we, we have a list of all the different ones in NorCal. Like you should, you should definitely look, look ahead and, and s- sign up for some events. It would be like a good reason to get everything dialed. For in sure. Yeah. The one that, that I've always wanted to do and it's a ways out is the, um, the anti football run, you know, when it's like, it's like, like on Super Bowl Sunday or whatever. And, um, you yeah. know, everyone's all amped about football. Like personally, I'm not a, you mean it's a day of our rally. What? Yeah. No, you need to do one of our rally this year. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This year. Oh, was it? Yeah, we were on Super Bowl Sunday. Um, is, yeah, no, is it Super Bowl Sunday or is it just new? It's like, it's like a Super Bowl or it's like a a big football. Well, they had the, they had the one on, but the, usually the anti football run, I think, is during the college, um, isn't it during the college? It's like, it's like right uh, after New Year's. Games. It's like New Year's Day or it's New Year's yeah, Day. New Year's Day. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is like it's, Rose Bowl and stuff. Yeah, that's Rose what it is. Yeah. Track. So yeah, I think I think there's a few. Evidently, of them, yeah. I'm very in tune with the football world. Um, but uh, yeah. I mean, no, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's just like uh, it seems soccer. like a pretty rad route that they usually go. And I mean, like it, it starts here in San Francisco, like you know, so like, but that's just a day event. You want to do the bigger ones. So I'm gonna list off some names here. Snowball Rally, Motherload 400, Fault Line 500, Shamrock Rally, California Melee. The Melee for sure. Shamrock's only a day. Shamrock oh, is cool. only a day, yeah. Um, they go like east, kind of. I got another. Uh, northeast. I got another halfy. Yeah. Yeah. You got one like planned out or? What? Yeah. Dude, cool. we got to start planning the Coastal Range Rally three. Also, pretty good that. one. Nice. Some, you know, most of it we've done before, but it'd be really easy to do. 
94. Okay. I just made that up. <laughs> That's pretty short. Yeah. So, happy. Happy. Yeah, yeah but, uh, but it would be rad, yeah, we'll for, talk. I mean, uh, when, when I do do those, you know, I mean, I don't know how we could pull it off, but I mean, for one of you guys to come with, you know, to, um, have like, dude, yeah, I want to like, go out. I want to do, like, do. I do do want to go. We could like, ro- what do you have like do? a rotating kind of deal. You know, um, wait, wait, what? You're going to co-drive with him? Yeah. Yeah, I'd be down. Oh, you should take the Buick. But yeah, maybe I'll take the Buick. Yeah. Put some rally lights on it. Steel wheels. Or yeah. just knock those f- stupid ass hubcaps off. Yeah, yes. My, and some no, I, I feel like I need a whole new set of wheels for it. Figure tires. Yeah, oh you man, would. you would. That actually would be pretty funny. Um, it, I think it'll happen, and we can all cruise in it. <laughs> yeah, like full house, and it's we can an all Agent Orange. We can all wear uh, uh, like wireless uh, lapel mics or something, and we can record. Yeah, it would be like the yeah, mobile nice. podcast every, at every stop. Mm-hmm. Um, I like it. I like it all. Well, shall we? Yes, we shall. Trivia time, sponsored by nobody. <laughs> but if you sponsored like to... sponsored, 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 sponsored. I'm sure you guys have like random little flashbacks for like you know episodes we recorded, like stupid little snippets. Like the other day, I was driving by myself. And I remembered, I called out the little song, and uh, there was some silence. And then Brian's like, "I think there were a few extra doobity doobities in that one." <laughs> I was like cracking up. That's totally fine. So, if you'd like to sponsor Trivia Time, contact Team at DrivingWellAwesome dot com. Bam. There's a latest craze, a racing craze, going on in Japan. What? Someone sent me a video today. Um. What vehicle are they racing? Vans. Minivans? Oh, what? Brian's wet dream? Yeah. <laughs> the minivan 5000? Honda Groms. Oh, I know the Grom. Yeah. Grom. Good guess. Yeah, I know they race like full-size vans in, in, in Japan. Oh, like those like, weird ones? Like uh, their construction trucks have all that insane... Like uh, Ford Econolines uh, and stuff like filigree. that. They don't have Ford Econolines They import them and they race those. Yeah, like Chevy, really? big, like Chevy full size, like a like freaking PG and E style trucks. I mean, freaking uh, vans. Well then, but that's obviously not the answer. Uh, do you have a guess? Do you have a guess, Art? Well, that that would be my guess. <laughs> oh, that is that is your guess. Pizza scooters. Whoa, these are trike scooters, tofu scooters, and they're. They are oh. articulated and they can they can bank oh, wow. even oh, though you lean two, into corners. And they lean in full with knees out. So and they're they not look. they're not just scooters, they have cabs over they the top. Well that's they have little roofs and then they have a little pizza, pizza box. warmer box in, the, in back. the back. There's a full video. You can go to the drive uh, and, and they're on a racetrack. It. On a it's yeah. on a go kart track and it looks so fun. <laughs> Fifty CC That would um, be fun. Yeah. hundred miles per gallon on these these hogs. <laughs> <laughs> Do they race loaded with Wild pizzas? <laughs> they have to, right? It's not even a time based race, it's whoever ends with the warmest pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever's pizza stays the warmest yeah. wins. So um, wait a minute. Are the have you had have you had Japanese pizza? Uh art? yes I have. It was I've had like pretty mediocre good, right? whatever fast food one and then like a really epic one that was like the guy lived in Italy for ten years type of thing. Uh so pretty awesome. Oh, but right. um, I'm curious, these scooters, do are they the ones that have the two tires in the front? 
No, no, two tires. What the hell? hell? But the whole thing articulates. You should send him a screenshot. Yeah, he just sent you this link. Um, very entertaining race. It was like four laps and just two guys. It was really good. Oh, just two guys. Yeah. Oh. Anyways. I guess that's a race. And I guess that's a craze. <laughs> two dudes. <laughs> Crazy sweep of the nation. It's a small nation though, so you know. Um, all right. First Japanese car. What was it? Hmm. Just give me a company. I'll I'll give you the company. Uh, Daihatsu, Suzuki, Toyota. What were they called before? They were called um, Fuji Heavy. Fuji Heavy Industries. Subaru. What the hell? Oh, they were Toyo Pets, no. right? I think you're right. Um, any other guesses? You're wrong. All of you are completely wrong. Mitsubishi. Yes. Lane. Look Mitsubishi Fuso. The Mitsubishi Model A. What a great, great name. Great naming. Very, Very original. That's, that's pretty funny. Because, of course, the Japanese car culture is known to have just been copying other cars, right? And then listen yeah. to this. <laughs> in perfect, perfect in line with that. It was based on the Fiat A3-3 design. Oh, wow. <laughs> and it says this model was considered to be the first mass-produced car in Japan with how many produced? Uh, we we think of Henry Ford. This is 1917, by the way, so there's Henry Ford was already pumping oh, up. Oh, there. wow. Right? Um, 50 cars? Mm. Mass-produced. 3,500. 50 for 3,000. 3,500 oh, yeah, 3, is my 3, answer. 22 units Whoa. produced. Oh, wow. Mass-produced. Mass-produced. Yeah. So there you, there you go. Wow. Um, And then that got me on to another article about how Japan has a quarter of its citizens are over the age of 65, and their elderly are living longer, and, and they're not having as many. They have a, basically their population yeah. is declining. But because they have so many elderly drivers, they're really pushing for the self-braking technology uh-huh. in cars, which is then we see that, of course. You know. I would imagine they're, I mean, just from seeing the cars they put out, they're always like at the forefront of technology, right? Right. And they are saying that it's a huge factor in elderly accidents is confusing the pedals, <laughs> apparently. So we're yeah. going to get the benefit of that by people not having to pay attention on their cell phones. Yeah, yeah exactly. And the car just stopped for me. Yeah. It's great. Good That's times. so great. Yeah. Don't worry I about know it. I it, know it, we're in that limbo stage. I think we're going to be really old, bitter drivers at some point soon. Dude. Sure. We just need it to take over or not, because right now it's making everyone distracted. Mm. It is. Or, or just make them not interested. Every car me. ad is, oh, I was daydreaming about that girl, and yeah. <laughs> oh, great, I didn't crash. That's such a, so, so stupid. I was, yeah, I was recently reminded of, like, Misha is always heavy on this. Like, it occurred to me recently that this, like, our little podcast thing right here that we're doing... Dude, it could be like the last, you know, this could turn into like a documentation of the last car enthusiasts. I mean, it's going to be a hundred years before that is true. That's what you think. I do think. He he's thinks like, he has like this crazy dystopian thing. Like he's like, why, why do you even yes, bother investing in cars, like, man? Those are going to be obsolete and like everything's going to be electric. You're not going to be yeah, able to drive dude, them. Just, I was job. in Santa Barbara. I was looking at a, a Lotus, uh, Elise and I was like, dude, I would love to get one of these. Like, and he's like, I'll make it easy for you. 
uh, cars are ending, brother, and this is your last chance. Like, just do it. <laughs> cars are ending. Like, you're literally not going to be able to do that uh, in in 20 years. I don't you better do it like... now. Luckily, our our generation will always have cars to be into. There's too many of them that True. have been exist built and are being yeah, cared for. I think so. They're not just going to poof and disappear. I, it's hard to be so certain. I don't think so. I think it's easy to be so certain. Well, I mean, there could be catastrophes where gas is unreasonably expensive. No. And all of a sudden, they peak exist, oil, but you can't use them. No, peak oil has been pushed back now several times. Since oh, it depends on the facts sand. that you listen to. <laughs> facts, Max. Um, oil sands. I mean, they're getting oil out of places that they never thought possible, so... Sure, but uh, you know it's no, I don't. a little hard to be certain. <laughs> like, I don't, but know. you know. <laughs> well, no, I'm hey, just saying. Boys will be boys, right? <laughs> We're tr- troll toll, you know. Like, yeah, man. I mean, hey, like, uh, the, bonus the, bonus trivia. Well, for the good Warren. news is yeah. that I'll go for it. What's, <laughs> Jesus Christ! What's the most uncomfortable car? A old Corvette or an, an Amiata? Good question, Lane. Hey, dude, I had. We had someone DM us, and I got a phone call about Whoa. it. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, what? Tell me. I don't oh, know. So Jason Connor called me just to tell me that he drove like a 58 or something Corvette a couple months back, and he says the most uncomfortable car he's ever driven, and he said he had to hang his whole body like out the window. The left <laughs> arm had to be out the window to be able to fit in the cabin. And he yeah, said that doesn't surprise it was me. Like, but he, you know, he said it was like cool and everything, but... He said it was so uncomfortable, and um, the way his legs were on the pedals and stuff, he couldn't like fit his legs around the steering wheel. Yeah, the steering wheel's got to be a huge deal killer yeah, for that he car said for was, him. And then we also got a DM, yeah. which Brian responded to the guy. And uh, Dude, I feel like we have to read this read DM, the DM out loud. Why, was he saying that the Miata's the best car ever? No, he has a, his dad has a, he, they've had a Corvette for like 40 years. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Brian worst, will read it for worst you. Worst car ever. Um, Art, what were you going to say? What were you oh, yeah. Brian? No, so uh, Evan.Y says, Hey, guys, figured I'd chime in after listening to this past Thursday's podcast. My father has owned the same C1 vet. Uh, his is a 59, factory dual four barrels and a four-speed for 41 years. Between he and I, we've had three NA Miatas. The Corvette is far and away the most uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> Not only uncomfortable, but the the solid rear axle, ancient front suspension design, lack of power, lack of power brakes, four wheel drums exclamation point, uh, or steering is actually a bit unpleasant to drive. Lucky it's so old that it makes it super cool. And I said, "Ha! This is perfect. <laughs> this is perfect feedback. Thanks, Evan!" Exclamation point. See, <laughs> Warren. Double right. exclamation point. I was wrong, but. <laughs> But how much does sense of occasion trump all? That doesn't count. That's oh, not what the argument was. Oh, I picked the Corvette. Drop the mic, Warren. I okay, picked I the will. Corvette. Um, I mean, right. no. Well, I mean, if you really go back, roll back to that podcast, that was the question. It's yeah. like, how important is sense of occasion to you versus driving? Totally, no, totally. So, totally. Uh, but you you had you had specifically made the argument that the C one was. W- I'm not going to say way. I don't remember. No, no. But I, more I was definitely than a saying Miata. that I thought it, I underestimated how awful a C1 Corvette yeah. is. I'm sorry. I did. All right. What were no, you going to okay say? Was, is it even worth ending the podcast Dude, well, with? you freaking smothered my fire. Uh, I was going to say that in the future, you Lane know, worst that. case scenario, if gasoline is no longer available, we can always convert our cars to be fueled by passion. So 
we have that as an option, all right? <laughs> <laughs> and on that note. Good idea. We haven't um, that yet. No, because we're fueled fashion. by heel and toe apparel. That's right. Now, that's <laughs> right. Com forward slash DWA. Now we're fueled by fashion. Art, art fuels with passion. <laughs> yeah, bad scene. Um, Ends up with dirty steering wheels. Yeah, and crotch covered in that, gas. Yeah, but I mean, what the fuck, dude? That's so <laughs> odd that C1s are so uncomfortable. Like, I mean, it was an American car. Why would you own one for 40? What would you own one for 41 years if they're that bad? He said he likes it. Yeah. <laughs> dude, I mean, it's it's one element of the entire car experience. No poor brakes. Well, well the, all the elements like are bad, a 32 yeah. Ford? I mean, people love those things. I know, right? Have you, you've, yeah. you've sat in one, right? Yes. I mean, those things, I don't even understand how you drive that. I know. I want to drive a car where there's pedals that do different things that we're not used to. Do you know there's oh, like, like a Model, Model a? T? Yeah. yeah. Or Model T, yeah. Model yeah. What was that one, uh, that would be the, uh, that one old Alpha that Matt Farah drove that had those, the accelerator and the brake pedal f- switched? Oh, God. The accelerator yeah, right? was in the middle. I think I Dude, what if, what if you customize cars and you just did weird shit like that? <laughs> <laughs> like, you didn't make, like, crazy high horsepower. You just fucked with people who tried to drive it. Hey, that would add to sense of occasion. It would. God, you new would cars. have to think about it You're all You're like, it's, we're going to make the shift pattern. First is going to be in the middle, and then second is going to be down and to the right. It's a little Third's going to be... Rubik's well, Cube you, puzzle. Once you master that, though. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that just reminds me. Spinning we'll around. make it a weird shape. It'll just be, like, off... It'll be like a star pattern. It'll be yeah. That already kind of exists, you know? dude. Oh, a star shifter? Boop, boop, yeah. It so, um, as you guys saw, I posted that stupid panel van that I have in my possession now that we're kind of storing for a <laughs> oh, friend. Yeah. It's actually a nice van, but I'm annoyed that I have to fucking take care oh, of it. No wonder you don't want the NSX uh, back. Well, yeah. So, uh, but holy shit, dude. Have you guys shifted an old Type 2 bus? I mean, yes. what the fuck were they thinking, dude? Like, I mean... Uh, dude, it's the same as a Vanagon, by the way. I mean, it's insane, dude. Like, I, I actually literally was sitting there, um, and I, I had to jump online and find the fucking shift pattern, because I couldn't find reverse. Like, it's... Well, try to try dude, to find us... an early 914? Yeah, but try to find a scenario where the shift linkage is that long. But also, just think... But the way that dude, it works, like, oh, the yeah. reverse is... So, the, first of all, first to second is diagonal, as is third to fourth. Uh, it's from upper left corner to the <laughs> yeah. lower right-hand corner. And then f- reverse is... You put it in the middle, you go slightly down over to the left and then you kind of z your zigzag your way down it's so fucking weird like what 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 the hell i don't understand dude it's so nuts art doesn't sound like he's having fun with this sense of occasion dude that that was i mean i was thinking about that the whole time like i drove it and i'm like okay this is cool but like how did stoned ass hippies drive these in the 60s like i mean it's dude you had to just (laughs) dude feel it feel your way through man yeah you gotta be super high man maybe that's the thing maybe i'm too sober to drive this fucking thing i gotta get super baked and then it all makes sense um, speaking of which, uh, why don't you plug the thing? What is it, and how much is it, and how do they buy uh, it from you? Speaking of getting super baked, <laughs> super baked. Uh, it's a, a 1972, I believe. I need to go look it up, actually. Um, I do have all the specs, but it has a... Good old what's uh, his 1972 name? Uh, panel van, baby blue. Basically, consider it no interior. They made they like rigged some wooden boxes and shit in there. But um, it's uh, I mean, it, dude, you really does not want to sell this. The worst art. Sales but it has job. a front seat. It has a front seat. It has a front oh. bench seat. Uh, and it has and the oh, dash bench, cover. Okay. 
Here you go. Uh, I mean, this this might sell it. Uh, this might seal the deal for Brian. Actually, it, the dash cover is a Mexican blanket. Mexican blanket. Uh, <laughs> oh. And, and then it has a build it has, motor. It has a fresh uh, 1971 uh, CC uh, uh, VW motor, a Type Four, um, and it actually runs great. The, the fucking thing mobs. The brakes are really nice. Like it, it drives great. It just it's also super low. They like lowered it on blocks or whatever, so the suspension is kind of crashy. It looks all it right. It looks great. It's super straight. Um, the spray. Off of it. So it's ready to it's ready to like make your own interior. Pretty much. Little rad yeah. interior. Um, they wanted yeah. and just got that big panel. For your uh, put your logo DWA right and DWA right. already. Oh, oh. dude, art just I know, it. huh? Should I? I? Know. They they're asking twelve grand, which is actually pretty reasonable if you look at the market. I was I, I looked around. That is because it's good paint. It's I mean even. it's we could write it's it off. Nice, art. Uh, it, it's I mean the body work is okay. The respray is decent. Um, it's not super nice. Uh, but it's it's decent. Uh, it looks like it was originally white. Um. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It's a nice little driving thing. Um, I I um, I'm totally down to let people it's drive. It's not a it. thing. It's a it's a bus. What's that? That's true. You have to be. <laughs> it's not a thing. You have to be careful. Oh yeah, you're right. It's not a thing. It's a it's a it's a panel van. Yeah. So if anyone's interested, swing yeah. by. I'll let you drive it. It's fun if you like shifting. We'll give you your crazy. address, Art. Yeah, um, my address is. Uh, <laughs> we'll meet you down. Pico Pico. Sebulba. That's right. All right. All right, like, I think we're done. That's yeah. it. Hey, Radwood, less than two weeks away. Hey, Get by the way, head. listen to our boy Lane on the Motor Affair podcast recently. What? Oh, yeah, I was. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was a Motor Affair. At Luke also, uh, go, yeah. one of, uh, going oh, back to... I'm just reminded because you were trying to end that podcast for like five minutes. Like, go on, Art. So, so Eric Vantigo, he, um, you know, awesome, awesome... Um, uh, freaking little company that he has. He basically drives people around in super clean, um, bay window vans, right? That's what they call those. Um, around San Francisco, yep. he does like brewery tours and wine country tours. Brew tours. Um, super and, awesome yeah. dude. And city, city lights light tours. Really stuff. cool stuff. Been a guest on our podcast. Uh, he's been on our podcast. But, so you can listen to him. Um, I remember asking him the question, like, how the hell do you like drive these things up and down these hills? with like six seven people in the car and he's like yeah dude they're torquey they do fine um i don't know man i mean it's it's pretty fucking gnarly like a tractor dude i guess i guess that's it yeah hey way to sell it bro Uh, (laughs) i don't know he does it's so gnarly dude i mean i I guess i don't know i i guess the thing here for me is that i'm not used to driving such a slow vehicle um so um i guess it's just a a different lifestyle bro Mm -hmm. different thing yeah yeah snooty snooty lifestyle hey so we're gonna start a new car show uh the next looft cult we're gonna start a car show called looft out and it's all gonna be just <laughs> 944s and uh other cars like that BMWs, what do you think? other yeah. cars like Luft that out we could just call it radwood out or it's gonna be radwood it could just be called radwood that's true and we could have it at the brisbane marina on june 3rd i like it maybe Brian, what are you taking to lift or loop out? Loop <laughs> out. I don't know. No plans. Are you coming? Yeah. Are you gonna take the family? I don't. I have no plans. Oh, okay. Yeah. Are you taking the family? Yeah. Are My you taking the family, Wim? I've thought about it. We're gonna the dress family? all 80s, dude. But we'd have I to go two cars. I mean, normally gonna be skating around. So, what do you guys think? Oh, um, that's cool. Should I put the original, the OEM wheels on there for a period look, or just rock the 1552s? Dude, are you serious? You're gonna go through trouble like that? Just look at the wheels. Your 1552s. 
What you think, Brad wants you to swap out the wheels? I don't. I don't swap. care what Brad thinks. <laughs> I'm just. I'm, I don't care what huh? Brad thinks. I care what DWA thinks. It doesn't matter. It, it would uh, be nice just, to have the stock wheels on there. Just go with what you run. What you brung, bro? Yeah, run what you brung. Maybe Come I should on. just rock one side. No, we don't need no. <laughs> no oh my god! <laughs> Could you do that? Yeah. Why no, not? It'd fuck with the diff. Oh yeah. Uh, why? It would, it would fuck, fuck with, with the, the diff. Why? If they're different sizes, different sizes tires. But no, they're the same I diameter. Don't know. No, they're not. Are they? I doubt no, it. No, the rears are a little they're bit bigger. Those bigger. What? They're definitely not exactly the same than... stock. No, because he has a lower ratio tire. Yeah, usually you match it. I mean, that's how. It yeah, but it work. doesn't match exact. You try the best you can, but there's variation between manufacturers. I think we'd rather because you go on one side, it'd be period, exactly period, and then the other side is modern. Yeah. It'd be funny. But you should paint him pink. That's the problem. He wouldn't know how to act. Is the problem. Do you want me to plastic dip your wheels? Yeah, dude, is that a new service you offer? Oh, dude, pink wheels would be rad. Would. No, they would not be rad. For That'd this, be horrible. Be pretty rad. One yeah. green, one pink. Oh, oh God. one DWA blue. All right, don't let them do <laughs> it. Two words for you: plasty dip. <laughs> right, I gotta go. I gotta go. <laughs> See ya. All right, later. Bye. Bye. Specs, but it has a good old what's his name? Uh, 1972 uh, panel van, baby blue. Basically, consider it no interior. They made they like rigged some wooden boxes and shit in there. But um, <laughs> it's uh, I mean, it's, dude, he really does not want to sell this. Um, the worst art sales job. But it has job. Uh, front seats. I-